Hello everyone, welcome to episode 1011 of Cold Wave Soundcheck. I'm Aaron Pollock. Cold Waves 10 is the biggest show yet, taking place September 22nd through the 25th at Metro, Sparpar, Riviera Theater, and La Nocturne. Cold Waves is a celebration of Chicago's relationship with industrial music, the memory of a fallen brother, and a fundraiser for Darkest Before Dawn, a nonprofit providing resources and support for workers in the nightlife industry. For more information, including the full lineup and ticket links, head to coldwaves.net. This week, we are chatting with Thursday Metro performer Shannon Hemet. This is Leathers.
Jason and I, uh, who's my bandmate and actors, we had been friends for uh, through the Vancouver music scene for a while. I used to do a lot of photography in the music scene here. And we met initially through that that route. And then I was doing um, I was doing like some DJ nights. He used to manage a, a restaurant in Vancouver where he would have people come in and play vinyl and uh, just from their collections and stuff like that. So we started to hang out more and I was doing these 30 second covers on Instagram where I would just play my guitar and sing along to something, whether it be like a Cocteau Twin song or a Depeche Mode song or something like that. He was like, you have a, a nice voice. Like, why aren't you in a band? What's going on? <laughs> What's going on there? <laughs> we decided to collaborate. He had uh, just started his studio Jackknife, Jackknife Sound at that time. Um, and uh, he had started producing music. Um, I mean, he's always, he's been a songwriter for a very long time, but he had started working on producing other people's music and things like that around that time. And um, we worked on that first song, Missing Scene together. And that's sort of where it all kind of began. And um, yeah, we put together that song. It was my first time singing in the studio and I was pretty like, pretty green and <laughs> pretty nervous, but um, I do, I like how that song turned out. It's, uh, it's, it's a nice uh, starting point for the project. So the, the EP you put out, I think last year maybe, or the year before? That's right, yeah, it was last spring, I think. I, I have no concept of time anymore. I know, it's so strange now since the pandemic. I'm like, where did the last two years go? What happened? I saw that Artifact said that it's the best-selling EP in their 20-year history. That That's right, yeah. That's got to feel pretty good, especially since I would argue people are probably buying less music now than they are at any point in their 20-year history. Yeah, definitely. That was very surprising, and we were super happy to hear that. The Yeah, the EP has sold extremely well. Um, the songs that um, were put on the EP were a collaboration of uh or not a collaboration a compilation of songs um, that we gathered over the last five years um so because actors had been so busy touring in that with uh the first record there were like a lot of uh there was a lot of space between songs and recordings and that for leathers so we compiled those songs onto the ep and um yeah the response to it has been been really nice and and really positive and yeah, to have the best-selling EP on a, on a label that's been around for a long time is pretty, pretty special. <laughs> I noticed there's the song Reckless. Yes. And then there's the song Dangerous. Yes. And I'm a little embarrassed to say that I, I think I listened to it several times before I realized that they're, in fact, sister songs. Yes, yeah. Where Dangerous is sort of like the longer sort of remixed version and the chorus lines are switched up a little bit. Yes, yeah, yeah. Tell me about the decision to make like a companion song to, to bookend it. Yeah, we kind of, we wanted to do sort of a longer club mix of that song, just if, um, you know, people wanted to mix in certain parts and just kind of have, um, and to have a different take on the song. And when you sort of change the lyrics around, it has that sort of dual meaning to the song too, which I think, um, you know, in the song, it's sort of, it's, it's the story of a relationship. So it kind of, when you flip those lyrics, it, you, you know, you can see it from the other side too. And um, so, yeah, we just kind of wanted to play around with that a little bit and see um, what we could do. And we, we wanted to highlight some of the kind of the special instrumentation, like the, there's a, a, a 
like a guitar noise where we're playing behind the nut on the guitar and it's kind of this chimey noise with so that is kind of brought more to the forefront in that particular version and so yeah we were just sort of playing around with some production things on that just to have some some fun with it you put out a new single runaway a few weeks ago tell me a little bit about that one we're in the studio now finishing up the full-length record which will be out in the fall um we're aiming to have it uh ready for when we do play cold waves in the fall so um that is the first uh single from the the new album that will be out soon we're just super excited to release it and um it's been so nice to to have a cool response to the the song and the video um the video was shot with uh, wayne morehart who is a frequent actors collaborator as well he's directed a lot of the actors videos and leathers is definitely more like colorful and more a little more playful than the the actors imagery and themes so it was nice to have um have a really like fun colorful video to share with that song too i saw it's on flexi vinyl yes yeah right yeah i don't know what flexi vinyl is yeah yeah flexi discs are something that were included in like 80s magazines so it's kind of like it's a bit of a, an artifact of the past in that term so you know you buy like a music magazine and then they would have kind of like a tear out it's kind of i guess it's made of acetate it's not made of like the actual vinyl material but um so yeah, it's, it's made of acetate. You could put it on a record player, just like a piece of vinyl. Um, the sound quality is a little different because it's a different material, but um, they're super collectible and they're really fun. And we wanted to have something um, like a, a physical object to offer people that was kind of a neat collectible item. And being a graphic designer, it was like, it was cool to pick the color and to like, there's uh, the information on it is stamped in silver foil. So it has kind of that neat flash on it when you hold it in your your hands and stuff like that too. Yeah, it's, it's fun that groups are figuring out different things to get out there. You know, the, the regular double vinyls, those are very expensive. Cassettes are fun, but like, I'm not really busting out my Walkman that much. So it's kind of, and it's not really a display, like the, at least the records look good on your wall, but the cassettes like end up lost in some drawer somewhere. So yeah, that, that sounds fun to, to have something else to put out there. So we'll be able, I, you know, because the timelines for vinyl are so long right now, the flexi, we can get them done in a couple of months, whereas the, the lineup for vinyl is like a year right now. Yeah, I'm sure they're working on Record Store Day 2024 right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, so I think for, you know, we do plan to have the new Leathers record out for um, September, but of course the vinyl probably won't be ready until spring. <laughs> yeah.
from a live perspective, at the time we're talking, you just finished up your tour with actors. Um, so how did that go? Was it good to get out again? Uh, you finally hit up a lot of places that you, you weren't able to, to go before. How, how was that? Yeah, it was so amazing. I mean, even in the places that we hadn't played before, the shows were really well attended. So that was really cool. And um, a lot of uh, people were saying that it was their first show back after the pandemic. So that was pretty, pretty neat to be able to share that with people. And yeah, I mean, obviously we hadn't uh, in Canada, the travel restrictions were only lifted recently. So in order to to cross the border and that we had to wait a bit longer. But um, so, yeah, for for us, it was really like our first shows back too. I mean, I think we had played one. We played a record release show here at home when the restrictions lifted slightly and then everything kind of closed up again. But um, but yeah, other than that, we hadn't played in almost two years. So it was really, uh, really neat to get back at it. And our schedule was pretty crazy. We because everything had been rescheduled. Um, like three or four times. Um, we had shows mostly every night. I think we only had like two or three days off in like a full month tour. So we did the uh, Midwest and East Coast and then down South. And then we had like a week off and then we did the West Coast. Yeah. This year at Cold Waves. So Le Leathers is performing and actors are performing. And it's not only part of the same bill, but you're actually doing it on the same night. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Are you worried at all? Are, are you building up your stamina? Are you practicing? Make sure you can, you know, knock out both sets. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, we're so excited. I mean, the only kind of concern is like, how are we going to do a wardrobe change? <laughs> I think there's a band or, or a band between um, the projects. So hopefully I'll have a chance to get, you know, into my uh, my black clothing for uh, actors and my, my shiny chrome clothing <laughs> for leathers. So... <laughs> But yeah, we're we're so excited and yeah, to be able to play together and be be part of Cold Waves is just it's so um, yeah, we're just so excited. We can't wait. Like at those award shows where people just turn it around like Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to have like tear away uh clothes or something. <laughs> it's not just going to be Cold Waves. Uh the one show in Chicago, you're also going to do a couple other dates around that. Is it a, a bigger tour? Or is it just a couple spotlight shows? I think you're in New York and maybe LA. Yeah, we're going to do all, uh, both bands will do all three uh, Cold Waves. So that would be New York, Chicago, and LA. And then uh, we will do some fill-in dates around it, obviously not too close to the actual Cold Waves locations because there's proximity um, clauses that we have to be mindful of. But um, we did miss the date in um, Phoenix due to some travel issues and stuff like that. So we'll be going down to Phoenix, I think, before we play L.A. That's definitely one of the dates. Um, and I think we have some uh, different Midwest dates planned around the Chicago ones as well. I'm not quite sure what the full schedule is. I don't know if I have it <laughs> yet. But uh, but yeah, there'll definitely be some fill-in dates and in and around those those areas for sure. So you mentioned you're a graphic artist and, you know, before the show, I, I showed you have one of the pedal prints that you made for Cold Waves and, you know, you've been a part of, of the auctions most recently and um, you, you've done some of the design work for actors as well. I remember complimenting Jason last year on the uh, the iconography of, of the album. So I was like, whoever did that, it was amazing. It was like, well, you could tell Shannon that because she was the one who did it. <laughs> oh, thank you. 
So tell me a little bit, a little bit more about that. Yeah. So my background is in uh, photography and graphic design. I went to school for photography, but I worked at a graphic design studio that did a lot of restaurant branding and things like that for about 15 years. Um, and then I, after that, I became a tattoo artist. So design is definitely something that um, I've been working at day to day, whether it be for my actual job or just because I enjoy it so much. But um, but yeah, so my uh, my background's in design and Jay and I like to work together on on music, but it's uh, it's also cool to collaborate on the visual aspects of it too. To have like the opportunity to kind of really put together the entire package is super fun. So to design uh, things for music, like from the t-shirts and the packaging for for the vinyl and all that that kind of stuff is super super fun. As a tattoo artist, do you, do you have have you done any really fun or interesting tattoos? Any actors tattoos? Any leathers tattoos yet? Uh, no leathers tattoos yet. Yeah, not yet. Maybe after this tour, though. <laughs> um, I mean, I've done a lot of like music inspired tattoos for sure. I've done like a Susie kind of portrait before. Joy Division, like Unknown Pleasures style tattoo, like a Love Will Tear Us Apart tattoo. Lots of lots of music stuff for sure. I tattooed a rooster, not yesterday, but the day before. So that was fun. <laughs> it's just like a, a rooster, like kind of like uh, in like a like a pose that's very like and kind of an arrogant pose. And he's like, ah, <laughs> and there's like sound sound coming out of his mouth. So that was a fun tattoo. <laughs> Have you said no to anything? I feel like sometimes maybe people think they want to do something, but maybe haven't thought it out. I personally, I always had a six month rule where if I thought I wanted something, I'd put it on the wall and I'd wait six months and many, many times it did not last the six months. So anytime, have you ever had to be like, have you really thought this through? Not in terms of like what the imagery is, but um, if someone brings me an idea that's not necessarily a style that I tattoo in, then I would normally just refer them to someone I feel that would be good for the project. you know, there's there's so much so now that there's so many different types of tattooing out there and there's so many more tattooers, like there's really like someone for every type of style and they're like they're re- really working hard and like perfecting what they love to do. So I think it's always important to to pass on something if you don't feel that like you're the best artist for the, the piece. Okay, so we're gonna see you in the fall. People will see you either in New York or Chicago or LA. You mentioned that you're working on uh, another release in time for Cold Waves. Anything else coming up that you wanted to mention? Yeah, we're we're going to have the new single out. I think uh, about a month from now, we're gonna shoot the video. Um, the new single will be called Ultraviolet, which is the name of the new record. Um, so yeah, that'll be out pretty soon. Uh, I'm so excited for everyone to hear the new songs and to, yeah, just to, to share more of the record. We've been working really hard on it over the, over the pandemic and just, yeah, bringing all the songs together and yeah, I'm so, so proud of it. I can't wait for everyone to hear it.
On this episode, you heard Runaway, Phantom Heart, and Reckless. Leathers can be found at leathers.bandcamp.com. Our opening music is Euthanasia by Acumen Nation. Our closing music is Messiah by Splinter Group. Subscribe to the show on Spotify, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcast app. Join us next week as we chat with Hex. Our closing segment each week is dedicated to the inspiration for Cold Waves, Jamie Duffy. Here is Martin Atkins sharing one of his memories. I have this memory of, of Jamie where everybody's exhausted. I just remember him sitting on the floor in the front of the bus, mapping out something was going on with setup that he felt would be so much smoother if we built two snakes. And if, if your listeners don't know what a snake is, it's just a, um, a bunch of cables that are all in one hose pipe, if you like, so that no one, no one is unraveling some kind of old lady's woolen darning ball of cables. It's just, here's this snake, and it goes from the box, well, the snake box, uh, on the on the middle of the stage to wherever it's going. In this case, the microphones around one of the kit, and it was just astounding to me to sit down at the end of one of these days and be like, okay, I've got some ideas about how to make tomorrow better. After a show, it just seemed more impressive. Spoke more to his mindset, his professional crazy work ethic that this was the time to talk about what this snake would be so that it would just get made the following day and the next day would be a tiny bit easier